The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is our eighth episode. So we hope you enjoyed last week's Single Pringle Mingle episode. Mm-hmm. And remember, guys, Leo is featured on our SPM page at thenotbookpodcast.com slash SPM. Mm-hmm. So this is our special episode, which we're going to be putting out at the end of each month. Mm-hmm. So if you or a friend is single and you guys want to be our next Pringle, let us know at thenotbookpodcast at gmail.com and we'll feature you on the show. Mm-hmm. Leo's gotten a lot of likes on our posts yeah, already. Yeah, very fast. <laughs> very fast. Almost immediately, some girls were like, okay, Hello. who is this bachelor? So, <laughs> Make sure yeah. you check him out. Exactly. So, Amy, what's new in your life? Uh, nothing re- Oh, I had a really awkward Friday. Oh my gosh, please share. <laughs> okay, do you know those days where you wake up and your day just goes bad? Oh yeah. Automatically. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And you're just like, okay, today's gonna be one of these days. So, <laughs> so for my work, I visit a lot of vet clinics. Uh-huh. So I went to this one clinic and I don't really visit them that often. So I walked in and there was this lady at the front, and she's, mm-hmm. like, browsing the food and moving some of the bags. So I thought she worked there. So I was like, oh, hi, I'm Amy. And she ignores me. And so I was like, oh, was I not loud enough? Rude. So, yeah. <laughs> so I go closer to her. And I was like, hi, I'm Amy. Nice to meet you. Do you work here? And she's like, I don't work here. Oh, I'm like, God. Oh, fuck, yeah. So it started off that way. And then we're both waiting in the waiting room, and no one comes out for... 15 minutes I'd Jeez. say so it's super awkward yeah. We're, yeah so I'm anxious right so I start pacing around <laughs> and I'm just walking around the clinic and there's a slippery spot oh fuck and I fucking slip and land on my ass and it's so I like I put my hand on the chair to uh-huh. support myself and it fell over it was just very loud oh god so that happens, and the lady just kind of glances over at me and looks away, and I was like, "That's oh, Amy." Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then my contact comes out, and I go, "While you're still on the floor?" Yeah, I, I oh. got up. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, I'm fine." I'm like, "Hey, Annie, how's it going?" She's like, "My name is Amy. We have the same name. How did you forget my, oh my name?" God, Amy. <laughs> And I was like, okay, it's going to be one of these days. So I just... <gasps> oh my know? God, that's so cringeworthy. Yeah. How did you forget her name? You have the I same name. I don't know. I, I truly just like, blanked did that moment. Did it fall out of your brain what you felt? Maybe like, that's what happened. <laughs> I had a, like a small concussion. Or something. I have no clue. Jesus. Yeah, how okay? about you? How was your week? A little bit better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I realized that I'm a super anxious person too. Yeah. Last night I had a nightmare and it was definitely... A different nightmare than I used to have as a kid. Yeah. So my nightmare was that I was somewhere on a trip and I had to pack for my return flight, except that I only had 10 minutes to pack <gasps> for my return flight and I was going to be late for my flight home and there was no other way home. Oh no. So then I was panicking and I woke up from a panic because I was late for my flight <gasps> oh and my I only God. had 10 minutes to pack. Holy shit. So yeah. That, Wait, so you woke up from your nightmare? Yeah. Oh, wow, my nightmare was that serious. I only had 10 minutes to pack. So yeah, that's how my life is going so that far. That sounds really shitty. Yeah. Were you at least going somewhere nice? That's the fucking saddest part. I'm not even going anywhere. <laughs> what? I was just dreaming about packing. I didn't... <laughs> I don't even know... Have, like a destination? I don't... Your- no. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, vacation-wise or with my life, so that's <laughs> where I'm at. 
great. I think we're yeah. all on the same page there. Yeah, just a little bit stressed. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's it's a fun day. We're here today to tell stories, to, yeah. to you know, have a good time. Yep, exactly. Yep. And all we right. have Charles here today. Yeah, we have Charlie. So if you hear some crying or... yeah. Chewing Sign noises, chewing. The, the chewing is probably me because I'm hungry, but you know, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> it's probably Charles. All so, right. Anyways, what did you prepare today? So today I have three stories: um, okay. two bad ones and one good story, which oh. I think is pretty cute. Okay. They're all from the internet, but they're pretty good stories. What about you? Nice. Um, I have three bad stories. Mm-hmm. I have one from the internet, one from my friend. And then one uh, from my best friend, but I was actually there for this moment, oh. so I have a personal touch for that oh, That's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. So. Let's get on to the stories. So I'm going to be telling the first story, and this one's from the internet. Mm-hmm. So it was from Reddit, and it's from someone named JubJub290. JubJub290. And we're going to call him Tim. Okay. okay. So, uh, Tim is in first year of college, Uh and he's living in a co-ed on-campus residence, so I guess like a dorm, Mm -hmm. and Tim lives with two other boys, and they threw a lot of parties for their floor, Mm -hmm. and he ended up meeting a really nice girl named Vanessa from their floor, and they hit it off. Okay. Okay. Did you live on campus? I did, first year. Yeah. Um, But we had house... I lived in housing area. Oh, okay. So, So... I had three housemates, all girls, and then I don't think we had co-ed for housing. Did you have, like, a dorm leader or, like, someone to Yeah. Do- oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, we did. Yeah, They lived, like, down the street in another house. Oh. Yeah. Hmm, it's interesting. interesting. I was living on, like, a floor of a residence, mm-hmm. and I could never throw parties because our dorm leader would always just oh. come and shut it down, which oh, is Oh, she so wasn't annoying. a fun one. No, she wasn't, uh-huh. unfortunately. So, anyways, he ended up meeting this nice girl named Vanessa, mm-hmm. and they started off by studying, so all the roommates would study together, mm-hmm. and then Tim would try to get closer to Vanessa, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it started to just be Tim and Vanessa, and then one day they had a party, and then Vanessa and Tim finally kissed. Yeah. And so they started to date and it was very wholesome. And then Vanessa told Tim that she was a virgin. Uh-huh. And so she was honest with Tim about that and told him that she wasn't comfortable with going any further than just making out. Okay. Not even touching or anything. So Tim's been in a couple of relationships in high school and he's not a virgin. He's been around. Yeah, he has <laughs> been. But he actually really liked Vanessa, so mm-hmm. he was okay with taking it slow and waiting. Good guy, Tim. Yeah. Anyways, they discussed taking it slow, and then Vanessa would basically say when she was ready to move forward Mm -hmm. with things. So they had a very wholesome relationship for about two to three months, Mm -hmm. and then one day Vanessa was like, she's not ready for sex, but she was ready to move on and do other things. Yeah. So Tim is pumped, right? Tim's like, yes! Yeah. (laughs) So he gets out his condom stash just in case, and he plans a full nice day to celebrate with them yeah and he plans everything including renting a car because they both had roommates so Mm -hmm. they couldn't really do things in the rooms oh yeah so they're gonna do stuff in the car and the day of the day he gets his rental car takes vanessa out to have a picnic at a park oh that's so cute and he made sandwiches for them and she was very impressed by all of it Mm -hmm. so then they finish up their lunch and then head back to the car where they start making out in the parking lot finally yeah and things are getting pretty (laughs) heated and vanessa says she's ready to go down on tim Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she finishes Tim off, and he's pretty happy he waited because it was a very mediocre blowjob. <laughs> well, it's her first 
time, right? Like, you gotta give <laughs> her a true. break. But he said it still felt amazing because he waited so long. Aww. Because he likes her. Yeah, exactly. That's cute. And then Tim tells Vanessa that he wants to return the favor for her, so he asks if she could recline the seat, and then she's uh. gonna, yeah. So then she takes off her pants and reclines her seat back, and Tim starts to go down. Then he smells this pungent oh, smell. No. And he describes it that it smells like a Chinese grocery store. What? Oh, like those really yeah, dirty yeah, ones yeah. that like smell like... Like in Chinatown. That's like rotten like, Yeah, like the back of a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, yeah oh, exactly. no. It was so... It's getting stronger the closer he gets to her hoo-ha. Oh. Yeah. Hoo-ha. <laughs> That's how he's probably going like, to yeah. be breathing during the act. Hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets down right to, like, right above her pubic bone, and he almost vomits in his mouth. Oh, my God. So he Don't comes back up because he can't do it. Yeah. So Vanessa asks, what's wrong? Everything. And Tim says that all of a sudden he felt sick, and it might have been the sandwiches they had at lunch, and he needed to go home to go to the washroom. Oh, my God. So they like each other, right? Uh-huh. So Vanessa offers to drive, and... Tim acts like he's sick the whole way back to the door. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so the next day, Tim goes to Vanessa and doesn't answer any of her texts, tries to avoid her at all costs because he didn't know what to say to her. Oh, no. Yeah, and he said, I ended up ghosting Vanessa and never gave her an explanation for why I never talked to her again. She ended up being very hurt and her friends ended up hating me. I moved out one month later and I didn't see Vanessa much after that. I still feel really bad, but for some reason I just couldn't tell her what happened. But I also couldn't date someone that smelled like that down there. Oh my god. Yeah. I've actually, oh my god. Okay, so a few of my guy friends have shared with me that they've had similar experiences. Do they ghost them? No. Oh, so they tell them. Yeah. And one person actually just did it anyway. Ew, no. Come on. Really? <gasps> oh, he told me that it was his first girlfriend, so he didn't oh, know. Oh, he didn't know it wasn't supposed to smell like that. Exactly. He felt that that's what's, what it's like. So yeah. he was just like, oh, okay, I guess this is shitty, <laughs> but I still have to do it. Until he broke up with a girl and then had another girl and realized that it's not supposed to oh be that God, stinky. Oh, up. Yeah. That's disgusting. And for him, obviously it sucked for him because she smelled, but he definitely could have ended things better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would you tell your boyfriend if he stunk? I think it depends. So they were hanging out for about three months yeah. before this happened. Right. Three months is a long time. So I probably, I I might have tried to do it in the shower first. Right. You know, or like. Yeah, like there's ways around yeah, it. Yeah, or right? just be like, oh, I really like that body wash you use yeah it turns me on like can you go yeah shower? like there's yeah. ways around yeah. it you don't have to hurt her feelings to tell her that she stinks <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but there are some people where it just smells like they have an odor down there so would right. you be able to date someone that i don't smells? know i don't think i could i mean to be completely honest yeah and i probably sound like horrible people yeah. for us to say this but it's <sighs> yeah i don't think i can do I it <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> or just don't go down on each other, if that's the case. But that's, I know. like, a big part of it, right? I know. 
Yeah. But, like, from the girl's perspective, she was probably thinking, oh, I gave him a blowjob, and, and now he did he's not like returning yeah. my text. See, so I think he definitely should have told her, mm-hmm. or at least broken up with her, because he said he never even messaged her. Exactly. Ghosted her. That's yeah. horrible. Poor girl, though. Oh. Yeah, I feel really bad for the girl. I feel bad for uh, her and him. I do. <laughs> this is just a very unfortunate <laughs> relationship. But I think that Tim could have handled the situation mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, thanks for sharing, Tim, and I'm sorry that happened to you both. <laughs> Do you hear that? Ew! That's Charlie eating his... Oh my <laughs> that sounds so gross. I hate that sound. It's like... I hate it too, the chewing. The banana chewing oh, sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Or like someone who's talking and they need to drink water. Oh yeah, when their mouth is yeah, really yeah. dry. Uh, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate, I hate. Okay, well, Anyways. I guess that's the soundtrack of this next story. Cool. This is the only way to keep him satisfied with one leg in his bed and three <laughs> other legs on the floor. Cool. Okay. So the next story comes from um, Reddit as well and is shared by somebody whose username is Yelski. Underscore. Okay. Like Yell, Y-E-L-L, Ski. Okay. Are you recording him? I just took a picture of him to show everyone. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So she writes... I started talking to this guy on Tinder a few months ago. He seemed alright, but not my normal type, which happens. Most, yeah. Yeah. Regardless, we started speaking for a couple of days. I didn't realize how stupid I was until now that I told him where I worked. Ooh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. the night that I mentioned my workplace, I saw a guy walk past my workplace that looked kind of like him. <gasps> At this point, they had not met in person yet, okay. so she wasn't 100% sure. Right. Um, So she forgets about it, and a couple of days later, it was quiet in work, but her phone was dying, so I guess it was not busy, so she was playing with her phone all day, and the battery was low, and he was talking to him and just mentioned that her phone was dying, so there's a chance that she might not reply to him. Right. Happens. And then, 10 minutes later, Mm -hmm. this guy comes into her workplace with a fucking iPhone charger. What? At, they still have not met in person yet at this point. Okay? Yeah. So she just told him, oh, my phone's dying. And then he Stop. just shows up 10 minutes like later. Like, he didn't ask or it was just like, hey. No. That is so creepy. Yeah. Like, this would have been a really nice gesture if it was your boyfriend yeah, or, yeah. like, somebody that you've been seeing or that you, a while. Yeah, or that you've met <laughs> in person. Yep. So this guy just shows up. And it was extremely weird because... He didn't even live anywhere near where she worked. She he like lived on the other side of the city. So which okay, means so Yeah, for him to show up within ten minutes of her phone dying. He was around lurking and he knew where she worked. Right? So then she was thinking, okay. <laughs> the day that I told this guy where I worked, I saw somebody pass by, it has to be him. It has to be this person. Right? What did she do? Did she continue dating him or? Mm, nope. So she wanted to cut all ties straight away because obviously this is not. But now safe. he knows where she works. Exactly. Oh, God. Right? So she thought, okay, but she took the charger that day and she was like, okay, I'm just going to charge my phone and then return the charger after I work and then just cut all ties with him. Yeah. So he said that he would be in a bar around the corner waiting for her. So when she finished, she met up with him, gave his charger back, and made some excuse to go home. And to her honor, she saw it on his Instagram that he'd taken a smiling selfie earlier in the day with the caption, I am now a taken man. Stop. 
Stop! Oh my god, no way! <laughs> what the hell? And to make things even scarier, for a good few weeks, every time she finished work, she would see him casually walking past her workplace by himself, exactly the time that she would finish work. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that was her Tinder story. Like, I need to know more though. Like, but did this continue that... on? No, or... like she broke things no, off with him. No, I mean, him. like, did he keep visiting yeah, her work for a couple of weeks? That's so scary. For a couple of weeks. That's why when you feel kind of off about someone, you should listen to your gut Exactly. Feeling. And maybe not tell somebody that you have not even met in person yet, where you work or where you live. But I feel like that's such a common thing to say, right? Right. Like, you talk about your job and, like, where you work. And if you work at somewhere that's pretty unique, then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess <sighs> you don't really expect the person to turn out creepy like this. No. And also, telling people where you work, it's not that scary because yeah, it's usually like a public area exactly yeah. yeah i don't even know what should you do in that situation are you allowed to call the police or if you wouldn't be able to call the police they'd have to assault you, you in, in some, some way. way yeah for you to i don't know but that's pretty creepy yeah i, I, I don't know what i would do in that situation it's just ugh. that reminds me of that story that kate told where the guy yeah, was, yeah. with the with yeah. the urban there's bag. so many stalkers out there yeah i think it's just hard for people to let go sometimes and then like I guess in conversations one person might be more invested in yeah. than the other and to them they're like in a relationship like this guy oh my god that guy's just too much though I am now a taken man <laughs> forever and ever heart oh, forever gosh. I heart Yelsky well, guys if you guys are out there on Tinder and stuff be careful who you tell oh my god what happened I've been holding onto his bone for him to chew on, and my finger is now stuck to his bone. That's disgusting. Oh my god. This is what happens when Charlie comes to the recording studio. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, he poos. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Okay, so this is my next story, and this was sent in by one of my friends, Hoa. Mm-hmm. And it's about her cringy encounter with a sore thumb named Kyle. Kyle and Hoa. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. So Wait, Ho- are these real names? Ho was a real name. I made up Kyle. Ah, I don't okay. even know if she knows his name. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yes. Okay, go on. So Ho is a really cool chick, but mm-hmm. she has serious resting bitch face. So... Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's actually really nice, and she's really good at networking and keeping relationships with people. Right. And so we used to work together, and she was um, in charge of logistics mm-hmm. for some of my customers. and. Mm-hmm. So she has that serious resting bitch face, right? right? So I remember when I first started working there, my customer was waiting on a shipment. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go and ask her about it. And I actually had to go to the washroom and prep myself because <gasps> I was so nervous to talk to oh, her. Oh, no. But then when I actually talked to her, like, she's totally cool. Oh. And, like, she's so nice. And we started <laughs> to talk about Westworld. And, I don't know. Yeah, but, like, she has that resting right. bitch face. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Hoa used to go to Starbucks every morning. Mm-hmm. And there was a barista that worked there. And served her every day for three years. Right. Okay. His name was, let's say, Kyle. Uh, okay. okay. We're not sure. The barista. Yeah. <laughs> so one day, Hoa went into Starbucks to get her fix. Mm-hmm. And Kyle said that he was going to be leaving Starbucks to become a program software developer. Uh-huh. And so he handed her a business card, told her to keep in touch. And then Hoa messaged him and said something like, good luck with your new role. Mm-hmm. And nothing ever came up from it. Mm-hmm. Two years later, Hoa was on the subway. And someone tapped her on the shoulder. So she turns around, and it's Kyle. 
Okay. Ooh. And she's not sure who this is because, like, it doesn't seem very familiar to what? her. But he served her coffee for three years. Yeah, but this is, like, two years later. I guess uh, he looks different. Like, fine. people glow up, right? right? Okay. Or, or glow down. I don't know. <laughs> so he goes, hey, you look really familiar. You're Hoa, right? Do you remember me? I'm Kyle, the barista from Starbucks. So then that's when she remembered. Um. They chatted for a minute, nothing special, and then Hoa got off the subway. Uh-huh. And she didn't think much of it. Went on her way to work. Right. A couple months later, it's Christmas, and she gets a Merry Christmas Hoa smiley face text from a random unknown number. Okay. And she has no clue who this is, and she Googles the number, asks her friends if they have this contact, uh-huh. but she can't figure it out, okay? Uh-huh. So she was actually pretty active on Tinder at this moment, so she thought maybe it was one of the guys she was talking to on Tinder, and, like, she gave her number, and he just messaged her. Mm-hmm. So she texts back, Merry Christmas, and nothing happens, okay? Then New Year's rolls around, and she gets a text from this number again, and it says, Happy New Year, Hoa, smiley face. So then she's like, okay, this is getting weird. Creepy. Yeah. Because yeah. if she matches someone on Tinder and they she gave the number, then he should progress with the conversation, exactly. right? But it's just kind of little greetings. Mm-hmm. So she starts talking to her friends. She just messages them and she's like, hey, like this guy sent me another text. How do you think I should ask who this is? Because she hasn't asked him who it is, right? Right. And not even 15 minutes passes by and she gets another text from this number that says... Not sure if you got my previous texts. Seems like the network was overloaded with texts on New Year's, lol. And she was like, what? what? It's been 15 minutes. So she texts back, Happy New Year's. Did you send something before? And he goes, no, I just greeted you with a Happy New Year's. The heck? Yeah. So now she's kind of creeped out. And then, who dis? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But she's kind of like, okay, I'll ask about his workplace because then she can kind of figure out which Tinder guy it was. Uh-huh. And so he starts to talk about his job in software development. And then it clicked on her that this was Kyle, the Starbucks dude, uh-huh. who had held onto her number for two years since he left Starbucks. Oh, my goodness. Then Kyle goes, hey, do you want to go out sometime? And Hoa, again, like, she likes to keep in touch with people. Right. But she wasn't romantically interested in him. Uh-huh. So she straight up asks, do you want to meet up as friends or as something else? <laughs> yeah, she's very bold. <laughs> and then Kyle goes, I think friends first, but we'll see how things go. Oh, it's good for her to, like, set Yeah, the, for sure. Like, yeah. the tone, right? Yeah. And then Hoa was like, okay, fuck, but she doesn't want to waste Kyle's time, right? Mm. So she says, I can only meet up as friends. Mm. And then Kyle says, that works with me. And so Hoa's satisfied that they're now on the same page, and she was cool with meeting up with him as just friends, mm-hmm. right? Then, oh, no. half an hour later, Hoa gets another text from Kyle that says, I'm more comfortable meeting up as friends. And Hoa's like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? I thought we already confirmed this. So she left it, didn't respond, right? right? And then an hour later, she gets another text from him. and goes... Is that okay with you if we just meet up as friends? What the hell? He basically just, he needed to get the last word in right. after being butthurt and rejected. Oh my so, god. Yeah. And so naturally they didn't meet up and then Hoa blocked and deleted his number. So fucking weird, right? Right. Yeah. Like, he just needed to be the one that made the decision, quote unquote. Yes, quote. exactly. Even oh. though he kind of got rejected. Right. right. I'm going to ask you out, but if you say no, then I'm going to say no too. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Jeez. So I I think that Ho is pretty straightforward with her rejection, and I have a really hard time saying no. Right. 
So I, I just hate disappointing people. Uh-huh. So I don't like to say no. And I remember in grade six, there was this little kid named Kevin Bally, who is a thug. Uh-huh. So he wore extra, extra, extra large in clothes. In grade six. Yeah, it was grade six. Like he looked like he was wearing his dad's clothes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he asked me to be his girlfriend on his birthday. <gasps> oh, no. See? And you can't say no, you right? Can't. Even though being girlfriend, boyfriend back then was... You just say hi to yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. In the, the hallway. hallway. Yeah. <laughs> So I said yes, and then I dodged him at school for, like, a week because I didn't want to even interact, and I had to get my friends to dump him. But I can't. I can't say no. Yeah, I've been there, too. Have you? Yeah. I said yes to a guy to a school dance. I think it was also (gasps) in grade 7. Yeah. Or grade 7, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he was half a head shorter than me. (gasps) (laughs) And it was was just fine because we're in grade seven and we're not like grown yet so i'm sure that he's taller than me now but back then like at a school dance i had to lower my body to put my head on his shoulder and it was just gave me a a very bad neck and back pain (laughs) so yeah i didn't know how to say no i think he also asked me on his birthday we're like yeah and i i I later learned that i wasn't his first choice either he asked a bunch of people and they all rejected him and i guess i was the only person who didn't know how to say no and so i ended up <laughs> so have you ever been butthurt about someone rejecting you? Mm, I don't think so. I've never been very forward with these kind of oh, things. I, right. I don't think I've ever asked a guy out before. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I would never be the first one to say, hey, do you want to go out or something? Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I, I'm to you and to people that know me well, I'm pretty outgoing, but yeah. initially I'm pretty reserved. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes I'm sense, yeah. introverted until you know me and yeah. I know you and right. then there's no way of shutting me up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Have you? I'm pretty forward. So I think even like, you know, when you're in that middle stage of dating right. and then you're trying to make things more serious. Mm-hmm. So I've I've definitely been rejected in that portion. Mm-hmm. I get salty, but I, I'm not like this guy where he's trying to make it so that it seems like he was taking control of the situation. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. I think I just bitch a lot to my friends. That's fine. Yeah. You, like, you have the right to be angry or yeah. to be upset, but yeah. don't be petty and be Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. petty. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he handled that pretty poorly. Awful. Maybe when they hung out, too, mm-hmm. as friends, like, they could have progressed further. Exactly. But... He decided to be petty, so... Yeah. Probably yeah. a good thing for Hoa. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for sharing, Hoa. Thank you. All right, on to my second story for the week. And we're going back into fetish zone here. Oh, God. Are you excited? <laughs> no. You look scared. <laughs> Don't worry, there's no poo involved today. Oh, my God. Yeah, we okay. just had lunch, so there's no poo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this story is shared by a username, Soggy Tards. Are you sure there's no poo? <laughs> Is it soggy turds or soggy turds? Okay. <laughs> With a Z. No poo. Okay, ready? Yep. So she writes, I met a guy on Tinder. He seemed nice, fairly attractive. Seemed a little vanilla, actually. He didn't drink or smoke, and he wanted to be a meteorologist. Cool. Yeah, and he was also super close with his grandfather, pretty gentlemanly and family-oriented. So all in all, first profile seemed like a pretty good guy. Yeah. They went to Starbucks and talked for a couple hours. It was really nice, so I set up another date. We went for ice cream, which is always a good idea for yeah. a date, and again talked for a while. We were sitting outside and I mentioned something about how guys have obvious body parts to be attracted to on a woman, so like... Like when we asked Leo what was, what oh, was his favorite his thing face, that yeah. he noticed. Yeah. yeah. So she asked him what was 
the thing for him that attracted him to women. So you know how girls like calves and chest. Calves. Yeah, some girls are really into I'm sorry, nice calves. Why was that the first thing? I don't know. Like it was in How I Met Your Mother. Really? Lily, Lily was really into Marshall's calves, and every time he showed her, his calves to her, and she just can't resist and has to pounce him right there and then. What? Have you never watched? I did, but I don't remember that. Really? Calves? Yeah. Like he would just pull up his pants and show his calves when he he's done something wrong, and she's like, Marshall. I will not forgive you for this, but for now, show me those calves. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's so what's what's your thing in a guy? What's your favorite body part on uh, a man? I think definitely like the arms and the back. Arms and the back. The back. You know, when they have yeah, the back yeah, muscles. Yeah, yeah. yeah Interesting. Like, yeah. Interesting. What about you? Mine's shoulders and chest. Oh, oh. Yeah. So no boobs or anything. Eh? No boobs. No moobs. No moobs. <laughs> can be bigger than mine for sure <laughs> okay yeah, i like shoulders like the whole upper yeah. back area yeah, i like, like a white thing. shoulder yeah man. and the ball on the shoulders the ball it's you know, called like a the, muscle oh yeah the, the ball <laughs> but you know it has like that round yeah yeah, yeah i like that I like right that. Yeah. okay yeah the ball <laughs> cool so when she asked him which part that he's into in a woman he gets a little weird and says I don't know if I should tell you this. And of course, when a guy tells a girl, I don't know if I should tell you this, we make him tell us. Yeah, we have to know. Yeah, you can't just say that and walk away. why you would say that and walk away, yeah. Exactly. So first he says that he's got a foot fetish. Okay. And that's not super strange. It's actually very very normal. normal. Yeah. So she got curious and started asking questions about it. And then he tells her that he's never been in a serious relationship before. Mm -hmm. So she asked him, what if she, he's dating a girl who's not into the whole foot fetish thing? Okay. And then he admits that he has called girls from the back pages a couple of times because he just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, like he had to like, call act sex out workers. His, okay, I see. So yeah. then he can act out his fetish. Right, right. Yeah. yeah that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So she writes, still not that weird. And then he asks, if I had ever heard of such thing called a crush fetish. What? Do you know what that is? No. I didn't either before I read the oh, story. Oh, no. What is that? Okay. So he tells me not to Google it because it will freak me oh, out. Oh, shit. Everyone back home, Google <laughs> don't, it. Don't Google it. No. <laughs> I'm scared. I haven't Googled it yet. I've we known the story for days. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm scared. So, but he tells her what it is. Okay. He says there are two levels of crush fetish. Level one, becoming aroused while watching somebody crush animals under their feet <gasps> but level one is like bugs which oh. is his fetish so he's level one okay level two watching somebody crush animals like <gasps> bunnies or no kittens. no apparently this got this girl thinking about their previous date <gasps> you look so scared right now Oh my god. No. So, first day they had a conversation about how she's been getting a lot of bugs in her room because it's summer and uh, she lives near a wood. And she told him that she's just been squishing bugs all fucking day. And then he said that really got him going. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the And then she writes, I also realized that he asked me what kind of shoes I typically wear. And I just brushed it off and answered him. And she writes, I was wearing moccasins and being the perfectly open person that I am, I told him that they make my feet smelly, so I tried to avoid them. 
And then to that, he told me that I got really turned on when you said that. I'd really love to smell your shoes if you'd let me. <laughs> you guys should see Amy's face right now. <laughs> I've never seen your eyes this big before. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, yeah, continue. So far, this guy is into smelly feet, wants mm-hmm. to smell smelly shoes, and see this girl crush bugs with her bare feet. True. Okay? Okay. So, and then, obviously, this date is going really, really weird. Like, imagine you're on a second date with this guy, and he's telling you that he wants to see you crush, crush bugs, bugs and in your all this, feet. Yeah, all this yeah. stuff is coming out, right? So, obviously, she's like, okay, I gotta wrap this up because I'm not into this. Yeah. And then she writes, best part, I told him a week or so later that I'd met someone and we should end our communications. And he texts me a few months later, four or five times, asking me for my help that he'd pay me to let him do stuff with my feet. <laughs> her smelly ass feet. Smelly Only moccasins feet covered smelly. in bugged remains. Oh, God. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that oh. was... Their second and last date from Soggy Tards. <laughs> That's so fun. So, I only know one person that has a foot fetish. Right. One Kevin? My fr- no. 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 <laughs> Kevin actually hates feet. We both hate feet. Yeah, I don't like, like feet this, either. Like, it's just so gross. It's like a small, stubby hand, and I don't like that. Ew, yeah. maybe that's just your feet. What maybe. The f- <laughs> Do you have thumbs on your feet? <laughs> it just looks like all thumbs on the foot. <laughs> But anyway, so I know one guy who has a foot fetish, right. and he likes it when, like, the dirtier the foot, Ew. the better it is. And he likes, like, sucking on dirty feet. And it has to be so dirty. Like, Ew, what the f- he'd make his girlfriend walk around the house barefoot with all the dust and whatever, however dirty she can be, and smelly. The smellier it is, the better it is. What? Yeah. Okay, maybe I just don't understand this fetish. Yeah. <laughs> I know that some guys are into women who have really nice feet, and mm-hmm. I've read stories where a guy would see a really pretty foot in the nice sandals and, like, ask to take pictures of it, but I don't get the dirty part. Yeah, I don't really either. I've seen that, too. There was this one Instagram profile. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. So, in university, one of my friends, she got, like, a tagged request right. on Instagram so you know when someone tags you in a photo oh my god yeah and so then she went on her and looked at it and it was a picture of her foot on the subway that what day the hell? and she's like who the hell so she looked at the profile and there's no information about the guy I don't even know how he found her and there's all these feet photos ew so someone's on the subway just taking pictures of I'm feet I'm saying ew that th- this person found her yeah like, who these feet belong to and yeah. tagged her. How mm-hmm. the hell did that happen? I didn't know about this whole crushing thing. That's pretty messed yeah, up. There's a, are you going to Google <gasps> it? No, because I can't do anything with, like, animals being harmed and stuff. But there's level one where it's just bugs. Just Google level one oh, crush fetish. No, I don't want to see that either. I'm going to send you some photos tonight. Okay, so this is my last story. Mm-hmm. And this was sent in by my best friend. And I was actually a witness in this situation. Yes! So. I have a personal touch here. Yes. So I'm going to call her Liz, and let's call the guy John. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Liz and John worked together in a gym as personal trainers, and they began <laughs> flirting here and there. I think I, I know who this is. Okay, do you? Okay, <laughs> okay go on. <laughs> anyway, so they began flirting here and there. Okay. And after a little while, things started to progress, and they went on a date, then another, and then they're basically in that in-between stage where they're not official, right. but then, you know, they're seeing each other all the time. Right. Then one day, 
John started to act weird and distant out of the blue. Okay. And so Liz started asking the other staff members, hey, have you seen John? What's he been up to? He's been kind of weird. And one of John's best friends Mm -hmm. at the gym told Liz that he'd picked up another job as a bartender at a bar. Hmm. So basically he was working night shifts and he was working at the gym still. So he was really busy and Mm -hmm. he's pretty tired. So I guess maybe that's why he wasn't texting Liz. Mm -hmm. So Liz, of course, she's in that middle ground. So she can't really demand John for an answer for Mm -hmm. why he's being distant. Right. But she also has feelings for him and she feels like she she gets some closure. So, you know, at least get him to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Right. So she texts John. And she asked him if they could meet up to chat. Mm-hmm. And John said he was really busy and just picked up a new job at a bar called Diamonds. And it's been a pretty stressful learning curve at the moment. But once he gets the hang of the job, mm-hmm. then he'll call her to set up some time to hang out. Mm-hmm. So then Liz is feeling okay now because he's she's like, kind of relieved. And she's like, yeah, he's just been busy. He's still interested. Yeah, exactly. He just doesn't have time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyways, a month goes by <laughs> and John is still ignoring Liz at work. So he's just been MIA for a month. Yeah. Okay. Like, they haven't talked to each other for a month. Damn. Because she's giving him space, right? And they're in that in-between... How long were they in this in-between space uh, for? They were dating for, like, three months, I'd say. Oh. Yeah. So, so it's it was it's It was a while, but it was also pretty new. Yeah. Yeah, and they weren't too serious, so it's that awkward yeah. time where you like the person, but you can't really be pushy, right? Yeah. So he's ignoring her at work, mm-hmm. and now Liz is kind of starting to get suspicious and she's like okay did he just blow me off like Mm -hmm. he just wanted to dump me and he never really faced up to me Mm -hmm. and so she starts to do some digging oh boy so she looks up diamonds the club and it's a strip club oh with male strippers oh okay Oh, my. So, of course, Liz calls me. So we're, like, best friends. And she tells me that the bar that John is working at is a strip club. And we have to go and see if he's actually working there. So you went to a male strip club. We did. <laughs> this was our first experience there. So we planned to sleep over at her dad's place because he lived, like, 10 minutes away from it. Mm-hmm. And we got ready. And then we went to the club. And, oh, my God, it is so sketchy. It's this small little room hole in a wall yeah oh my god you walk in all you smell is like booze and chlamydia oh and (laughs) there's like this small bar at the end part and then Mm -hmm. there's a small stage and then seats are all around yeah okay and it fits maybe like 40 people or something it's all that big yeah so anyways we go in and i look at the bar and i'm like i don't see john there but anyway so there's this burly looking man at the bar and i go to get a few drinks from him And I kind of, like, peer into the back to try to see if he's working in the back room Mm -hmm. or something. Don't see him. So I bring back the drinks to our front row seats. And Liz takes a moment to be upset, understandably. Mm -hmm. And then we just decide to enjoy the night there. Mm -hmm. The first male stripper that came out, he was pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. And he had shorts on the whole time. Right. Yeah. So I've seen more from, like, old European men (laughs) tanning in France. On the street. Yeah. So he was just, like, dancing with his shorts on. It was really weird. Uh The second male stripper that came out, I uh, ended up buying Liz a lap dance because she was feeling pretty down. And I was Uh, trying to, like, raise her spirits. And, oh, my God, the stripper took her up onto stage. So he laid her on her back. Okay. And from my angle, it looked like he was tickling her nose with his flaccid dick. Ew! (laughs) Ew! (laughs) And she swears that's not what happened, but... Like, all I could see from my side was he puts her down and he's, like, dangling his dick on top of her nose. Tickle, tickle. But she says that's not what happened. He was just trying to be sexy, apparently. (laughs) So then the third stripper comes out 
And this guy was hot. Like, he had the nicest body. He was, like, a hot dad, though. He was a little older. Right. And he was all greased up. He had, like, an eight-pack. Oh, it was nice. Yeah. And he, his costume was, like, a cowboy. So he was doing his thing on stage. He threw his hat off. And he starts, like, I don't know, doing his dance thing. And then Liz all of a sudden gasps and looks at me. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, my God, that's my dad's friend, Paul. <gasps> yeah. And it was so awkward. So we kind of slouch in our chairs and we try our best not to make eye contact because we don't want to leave because, like, he's going to draw attention. He, he knows her too, yes, right? Yes. Oh, my God. Like, they know each other. He goes over all the time to Oh, my place. God. And so then... <laughs> but I think it was too dark. So, you know, when you're on stage, the lights the light, are all yeah, in your you eyes. Really see the so audience. you can't see the audience, thankfully. Because yeah. he keeps looking over at us, but he doesn't recognize right. us. And the whole time Liz is like... I cannot do that. We see his dick and everything. Oh my yeah, god! It's so awkward. Ew! Oh god! I'm cringing yeah. so hard. Mm-hmm. Ew! Ew! So, anyways, after that performance, I was like, I need another drink. <laughs> no, you need to so leave. <laughs> you need to leave. We stay. Oh my god! So <laughs> I just go to the bar and I ask for some drinks, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna ask this bartender if. John works there. Right. Because John doesn't know me, so it's fine if I ask. They'll just be like, some Asian girl is asking for yeah, you. And, yeah. if, you, know, and you, you guys have already been through so much at this yeah. point. There's <laughs> I like, was just like, might whatever. as well. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, hey, is John working tonight? And he's like, John? I'm like, yeah, John. And I say his last name too. Uh-huh. And he's like, John? He's like, oh, John. You mean Chevy? Chevy? Yeah. And I was like, Chevy? And he's like, yeah. John's stage name is Chevy. No one calls him John here. But Chevy's not on the performance list today. He'll be on tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, so I'm I'm a little drunk here, so I'm like, what do you perform? Uh, performing at the bar? <laughs> Does he do the show? <gasps> performance! <laughs> I was like, fuck. So I got us some tequila shots, and I go back, and I'm like, hey, Liz, so... <laughs> Guess what I found out? Sean does work here, but he's not a bartender. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, like the, <laughs> it's you, like, like janitor or <laughs> bouncer? Like, not quite. Maybe as yeah. a stage performance guy, but yeah, he's a stripper. So yeah, so, like, she's actually feeling a little better at this point because she just found out he's a stripper, Ugh. which is pretty funny, but she's pretty devastated at yeah. the same time, right? So... We're both like, okay, you know what? Let's just sit through another performance, see how we feel. And I wasn't forcing her to do anything because it was her night. And, yeah. you know, as funny as it is now, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so we sit, watch another one. And then Liz is like, you know what? I think we should leave. Yeah. Right? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, totally understandable. But before we leave, I see this one stripper that she thought was pretty hot. And I paid him $10 to take her to the back room. Oh, just no. to like, I was just expecting a, like, a lap dance or something, right? right? He takes her to the back and Literally five minutes later, she comes running out. She's like, we need to leave now. I'm like, what the hell happened? happened? (laughs) So apparently in the back room, he whipped out his dick Uh. and then asked her to touch it and offers to have sex with her after $10. Ew. Yeah, standards, right? It's so different from women's strip clubs because I feel like they ask for like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, or like, don't touch me. Yeah. (laughs) CC and no touch. 20 more dollars if you want to touch my nipple. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, so that was the end of that, and then she never talked to John or Chevy again. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. What about her her dad's friend? Did, it, oh did he ever god. come over again? Oh, all the time. Oh They're my best god. friends. They're also like neighbors. So, but did they know? Like, no, her he, parents didn't know either about his side gig. I don't think so. Jesus. Yeah. Ew. But she can never look at him the same way. <laughs> I'm so glad that my parents don't have any good looking friends. 
Yeah, that, that was so... awkward because we were full on checking him out too. Yeah, like, we we're like, because oh, he has he has a really good body, and his <sighs> dick was big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is oh my god, yeah, it was awkward. That's fucked. Anyways, have you ever been in that dating situation where you're not technically with a person, but then you're most of my dating? adult life, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a few times. Yeah, and like, it has have they ever ghosted on you or like? Okay. Can't say that I've been ghosted by them, but I if def- I know what you were talking about. Where like, like where they kind of just fizzle out, and you're like, what the hell happened? Um, not really. No, I've always been like, I need to end things. I oh. need clarity. Okay, like, I'm so that you type ask of person. them. Yeah, what's going on? Exactly. Okay. Either like I just need to get it done with, or else I think too much and I can't control my brain. But I know what you mean when like you're seeing this person constantly, but they're not really your boyfriend. Yeah. So there are things that you want to ask him to do, but you don't feel like it's your place to. Like, that awkward space. But you spent so much time with this person, you feel like they should understand, but you're not sure. That's, like, super awkward. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. I I feel like... So, throughout all my 20s, it was Mm -hmm. always like that. Yeah. It was that dating space. No one really made it official or anything. It was just... You're not technically allowed to date other people, but then... You are at the but same time. But you're not time. official. Right, exactly. It's so weird, right? It was like, very weird. Have you ever run into a friend on the street while you're with the set person and then you don't know how to introduce yes! them? Yes! Oh my god, and that's why for the longest time I couldn't introduce Kevin. Right. Because, so when I used to be in these dating situations too, right. whenever I met with a friend, I wouldn't even introduce them. Really? Yeah. You just let them stand there I just let awkwardly? them stand. Yeah. Oh. I remember this one time, so I was seeing this guy named Doug and... We ran into some people on the street, and I was like, this is my Doug. Because <laughs> I didn't know what he was, and we never talked about this at that point. It was, like, a really short oh God, thing, so yeah. and I didn't know what to call him. This just, is my Doug. This is my Doug. Maybe I'll just call it that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we can make that a thing. Yeah. like a, This is our Doug. This is my Doug. <laughs> okay, I have another question for you. Okay. So would you be able to date a stripper or someone who works in the sex industry? Full on be boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, I don't think so. Just because I'm pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I would be comfortable with knowing my boyfriend is tickling somebody's <laughs> nose with his dick on stage every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm the same way. And I'm also pretty jealous. So yeah, I don't think same. I could deal with knowing that he has to do lap dances and exactly. stuff like that for a living. I'm a little possessive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. No. Same. No. Yeah. That's why I gotta fatten Kevin up, you know? So that he can't ever be a stripper. <laughs> don't tell him. Now oh, he knows. Shit, now he knows. All right. So I feel like we both need to cleanse our souls a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. So I'm going to tell a good story to end today's episode. Yay. That was a pretty heavy one, so yeah. <laughs> let's lighten the mood a little bit, shall we? Sounds good. So this story happened in Austin, Texas, okay. and it's the story of Abigail and Duane. Mm-hmm. So Abigail writes, I've never really met men through my job, and she's a real estate investor. Okay. So instead, I had a bad habit of reigniting old flames. Mm. Been there, done that, girl. Yep. <laughs> Just to see if I can make them work the second time around. So in May of 2010, my three sisters with whom I'm very close with. And my brother-in-law, Chris, urged me to try something new. So when I agreed, they insisted on buying me a date at a logo bachelor auction for charity. Okay. I feel like we should have that kind of event. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Write that down. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. 
So at first, I protested, but eventually I gave in. And once I looked through the online profiles of the lineup of men, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I admitted that a civil engineer named Dwayne looked pretty dreamy. <gasps> Plus, his bio mentioned that he coaches Little League Baseball. So cute. that was cute. Yeah. And she writes, I love kids. So that's good. And then this is now Dwayne talking. Okay. He said, I had never participated in a date auction before. I only agreed because it was for a good cause. The proceeds of this event were going to breast cancer research. Oh, okay. So right off the bat, Dwayne, pretty good, good catch. Yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Auctioning himself off for breast cancer research yes. and <laughs> coaching Little League. Holy crap. Yep. So Abigail writes, The auction was held at a live music venue in downtown Austin. When Dwayne came on stage... Five other women raised their paddles oh, and started shit. bidding on him. So mm. obviously he was good on the yeah. ice. So she writes, My oldest sister, Amanda, who's 34, can be a little bit competitive. Plus, she's had a few drinks. So she was very determined to win Dwayne for me at all costs. Oh, shit. <laughs> and she does for $600. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's a good sister right there. Paid $600 for a date for her oh, little sister. I thought she... Just raised the bar and made her pay for it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. Anyway, it's for charity, so okay, it's okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> and get your taxes back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Dwayne writes, the lights were so bright on stage. So I think your friend's oh, uncle has yeah, a similar probably... experience. <laughs> for different reasons, but okay. <laughs> he says, the lights were so bright on stage, I couldn't see who was bidding. After it was over, the organizers had me walk through the audience and hand it Abigail arose. I guess this is the organizer's way of telling him, oh, this is your bidder. Right. You are now sold to this woman yes. here. <laughs> and I thought, what is this beautiful girl doing buying dates? Oh, that's so, so cute. cute. So Abigail explained to Dwayne that her sisters forced her into this. And she was like, oh, you don't really have to do this. You don't have to go through with this. It's just for charity. So I understand that if you don't want to do this. Yeah. But Dwayne insisted that he would take her out. <gasps> oh. Yep. So five days later, they ate at a Mexican restaurant and apparently got the world's fastest waiter. They were in and out of the restaurant in 45 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) It was like faster than McDonald's. You have to line up for like 20 minutes to get McDonald's nowadays. It was disappointing because the date ended so fast. Plus, Abby was very shy and reserved. Dwayne writes, I thought she was sweet, but in all honesty, I didn't see a second date in our future because the date ended so fast and didn't really get to know each other. So afterward, we stopped by a gourmet cupcake trailer and bumped in a few friends of Abby's. So this is when Abby loosened up a little bit. And that's when he writes, that's when I saw the girl I would fall in love with. Oh my God, but I just got chills. He's so cute. Oh, that is so cute. He's so cute. So Abigail writes, I like that Dwayne was so laid back. One of our earliest dates was at a baseball field. We just played catch. That's kind of cute, Yeah, that is cute. A couple months later, they went to the house of one of Abby's sisters. And this is when Dwayne saw Abby with her nephews and nieces. So I guess her older sister's kids, who were then four and two years old, just gravitated towards her. And Dwayne thought to himself, this might be the one. (laughs) So cute. And Abigail writes, that's the same time I knew that I would marry Dwayne. He was genuinely interested and cared about what these little kids had to say to him, which is very rare. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, usually and adults are just like, oh, yeah, 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 go play yeah, your yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that, I think, is when, you know, someone's ready for a real 
committed relationship and yeah, a family. They actually want yeah. to be around kids and yeah. actually care yeah. what they have to say. So she writes, the kindness meant so much to me, plus I want children of my own one day. And Duane says that he had an elaborate plan about how that how she was going to propose to Abby, but he just couldn't wait. So he writes, I ended up blurting out one night after dinner, and they got married last April, 11 months after they had met. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and then Abigail wrote, I love that helping out a good cause brought Duane and me together. We continue to contribute to organizations that we believe in, like Easter Seals and the March of Dimes. I have to admit, supporting charities has really paid off for us. Isn't that, that is cute? so cute. Wow. Mm. See, good things, good karma pays back when yeah. you pay forward. That's so cute, oh, right? The only thing that happened to me was I got a little bit of a tax refund when I donated Same. to charity. <laughs> no, I keep getting in the mail from the Red Cross with a dime in the the letter do you get that oh so, yeah that's a lot of money yeah they I've, send a lot of that. a lot of dimes and do you know that canadian dimes now are worth a lot like the original really? dimes from 1980s or something they're worth thousands of dollars now oh <gasps> i gotta dig through my piggy bank <laughs> <laughs> exactly gather all your red cross letters yeah oh my gosh well thank you for sharing that that was very sweet thanks abigail and Dwayne. i hope you guys have lots of children of your own and have I a know. little leaks team of all your children yeah, yeah. good luck abigail <laughs> Thank you. And that's the end of episode eight. So we hope you enjoyed this week's stories. And if you did, please rate, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. Yep. And uh, we also want to hear yours or your friends' dating horror (laughs) stories or good stories. So please email them to thenotbugpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you would like to be anonymous, please let us know and we will come up with names beforehand. Yep. So we're not struggling. Yes. (laughs) So stressful. So you can now listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which we'll be updating regularly. And you can find all of this information on our website at thenotbookpodcast.com. And please also tell your friends and family and neighbors and classmates and coworkers to tune into our podcast. Please be our friend. Just be our friends. Yeah, we we need friends. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's the end of episode eight. We hope you tune in for episode nine, which will be released next Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye Bye for now.